Good morning. Welcome to worship as we begin the season of Advent. It's a blessing to see you. Hope you've had a lovely Thanksgiving weekend. I invite you to fully participate in the service along with us in the bulletin. And we always begin by being honest and truthful with our own selves and with our God as we come before God confessing our sin. So please stand. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, the God of goodness and loving kindness, whose Son was sent to save us and whose Spirit is poured out on us and renews us. As people called out of darkness, let us confess our sin and seek forgiveness from the God of righteousness and mercy. O God of steadfast love, we confess our impatience and resistance to your will. We have sought to satisfy our deepest longings from created things and forces rather than through you, our creator. We are quick to judge others, yet we fail to see our own failings. We are numb to the cries of those in need and grow weary of righteousness and compassion. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine on us that we may be saved. Amen. Hear the glad tidings of God. For the sake of Christ, your sins are forgiven and his light has shone in your darkness. May Christ shine forth from our lives as we wait for the full redemption of all creation. Amen. Advent is a time for the human heart to wait while trusting God's eternal time. For those waiting for answered prayer, grant your steadfast patience. For those waiting in the face of uncertainty, grant unshakable confidence. For those waiting for justice and mercy to reign, grant a glimpse of your glory in our wounded world. 
for all of us waiting for God's kingdom to come, grant that we might have the peace of Christ as we wait, the love of Christ as we act, and the grace of Christ as we speak. This morning, we light the first candle, which reminds us that throughout history, God's people have spent time waiting, wandering, and wondering about the timing of God's eternal plan. Like the people of old, we long for God's presence to illuminate the areas of life where we are called to wait. This morning, we echo the words of the psalmist, wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Let us pray. Stir up your power, Lord Christ, and come. By your merciful protection, save us from the threatening dangers of our sins and enlighten our walk in the way of your salvation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated and we begin with our readings this morning. A reading from Isaiah. The word that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In the days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, Neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. The word of the Lord. A reading from Romans. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The word of the Lord.
Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said, Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated and we invite the children to come forward. Yes. Come on up, everybody. Good morning. Oh, you guys got to gather in close here, okay, so we can see what Claire has brought us. Claire! Not Claire. Sorry. Allie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Does that happen a lot? Yeah, okay. All right. You can come on up here, friend, if you want. Yeah. Can you see? You know what, honey? Can I just have you come up here? Because we're going to look inside this box. So come a little closer. Come on and just sit right there so you can see. All right. So I guess it's a tradition at Silverdale Lutheran to have... Uh, I think this is called Stump the Intern. <laughs> right? Were you, were you kind to me? Were you kind to me? All right. So what happens is the kids, uh, one of the kids from the children's sermon takes home this box each week during Advent, and they read the scripture that Pastor Paula just read, and they bring back items that correspond in their mind with the scripture. So Allie here has some surprises for us this morning, and I brought the... Microphone, do you want to hold that? And I'm going to take the stuff out, and I want you to tell me what you were thinking, okay? Does that make sense? All right. Should we start with this one? Yeah. It's a calendar. It's a calendar. Gig Harbor Lions Club, 2020 calendar. Just a calendar. And does it, does it represent something to do with the... Oh, okay, so this is about the time, the unexpected hour. Yes. Yes, there's two things about time. Ooh, a, a Keurig cup. I like it. Pacific Bold. Yes. Keep awake. Keep awake. Oh. Oh, thank you. Let's try that one. So, so is this an important thing to keep awake at your house? Yes. Yes. Do you drink coffee? Oh, okay, okay. You like coffee. I know you like coffee. Did you see that? So this means keep awake, all right? All right, next thing. And this has to do with the Matthew text. It says, keep awake, for you never know, right? Okay, and this one. Oh! Okay, keep awake. If there's light in the house, it's harder to fall asleep. Again, our Matthew text. Nice. Oh, and a watch at the unexpected hour. Oh, and this watch is not ticking. So <laughs> it's an old one. I know. We don't really wear watches anymore, do we? I know it. Yeah. All right. And, ooh, treats. Also helps you keep awake. Sugar and caffeine. You're a girl after my own heart, Allie. That's right. That's right. Well, that is fantastic. That, that reminds us right? That you never know when Jesus might appear in front of you. You never know 
when you might be able to be Jesus for somebody else, to help somebody. So maybe that means that if we can look around and notice where we see Christ in our lives, we can share Christ's love with other people. All right? Does that make sense to everybody? All right. Okay. Well, let's see here. We need a volunteer for next week. Who would like to take the box home? What about you guys? Would you like to, are you going to be here next week? Yes? Would Dad, would that be okay? Oh, great. Okay. Now, I think after the service, if you meet up with Allie, you can give her back her stuff. But for now, we'll just send this with you. Okay? Did I forget something? Oh, I did. Okay. Can you put it in the box for me, my friend? Oh, whoops. There we go. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for coming up this morning. And thank you, Allie, for your great contributions. Thank you. Yes. I know, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> As the kids head back to their seats, I would like you guys, you should have in your um, pews a purple piece of paper like this. Um, the sermon is a little participatory today. So if you can locate this and keep it in your hand until we get toward the end, I will let you know when it's appropriate to get that out. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. So welcome to the first Sunday in Advent. I'm so excited to kick off this season in our church life where we wait and we anticipate and um, I, I was struck by uh, the liturgy this morning that Paula has written for us that um, this is a time in which we wait for answered prayers. This is a time that we wait in uncertainty. This is a time when we wait for justice and mercy to reign and for God's kingdom to come. It's hard to wait. And I think that that particularly in, in these times um, when it feels like the darkness is so overwhelming, when it feels like the light is overcome again and again and again, that I wanted to share some stories of hope with you this morning. So one of the best things about preaching at Silverdale Lutheran Church, besides being here with all of you, is that you get to lead preschool chapel. <laughs> right? Talk about unexpected things going on. So um, three times in the week before you preach, as a pastor, you meet here in the sanctuary right here. They sit right where Pastor Jonathan is on the floor, and I get to sit right about here. And we tell stories together, and we sing songs, and we spend about 15 minutes. And um, so this week, I uh, decided to talk about the people in the kids' lives who teach them about Jesus. And, um, you know, we have a great text from the Bible that says, you are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And so what better to demonstrate clouds than bubbles, right? So we blew some bubbles, and we talked about who, 
who is in the kids' great cloud of witnesses. We talked about preschool teachers and mommies and daddies and aunties and uncles and pastors and friends and all kinds of people. And um, as we were about to wrap up and say our prayer, a little boy named Liam, he's an identical twin, so I, I think it was Liam. It might have been Logan. I don't know. Um, he was sitting right here kind of close to me, and he turned around to me and he said, I'm a cloud too. I'm a cloud. And I thought, why, yes, you are. You are part of my cloud of witnesses, right? Right? Because when I look into those bright and shining faces of three-year-olds, I see hope. And when I listen to their high-pitched, excited voices sing songs, I hear hope. And when I watch them twirl and dance and chase bubbles and run into each other <laughs> and apologize if they hurt each other, I watch hope. Because we are a people of hope. I was visiting with another friend this week about hope. He's slightly older than the preschoolers. And we were talking about hope, and where do we find hope in today's world? And he reminded me that 30 years ago, in November, the Berlin Wall fell. Do you remember that? Anybody remember that? Yeah, lots of us do. Yeah, my friend and I were both college-age young people, and he was actually a political science student. So for him, this was just the, one of the defining moments of his life. And I think his, his reflection on it was that here was, this, here was this wall that literally ran right down the center of Berlin that divided these people, these people of common heritage, divided them from each other. And symbolically, this wall ran through the middle of our world, didn't it? It, it divided us with fear and hatred and um, hopelessness. And it was destroyed. We are a people of hope. Finally, um, three weeks ago, I received an email from the president of the seminary where I study to become a pastor. And it was uh, in the subject line, it was titled, Ensure and Certain Hope. The email went on to tell me that one of my professors, her name was Gwen, had died unexpectedly. And as our community grieved that week and told stories of Gwen and remembered the love that she had for Jesus and for people, I returned to that subject line, in sure and certain hope. Maybe if you've been to a funeral recently, that rings a bell for you. It's part of the prayer that we say at the graveside service from the Lutheran Book of Worship. It goes like this. Ensure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. We commend to Almighty God our sister and commit her to the earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We are a people of hope. In, 
this season of Advent, in this season of waiting, I want to invite you to lean into hope. Our three readings today from the Bible all end with this sense of hope. I invite you to grab your bulletin if you would like to and just turn to the page where we had our readings for today that Paula read so nicely for us. I want you to check out the end of Isaiah. We are invited to walk in the light of the Lord. And at the end of Romans, in verse 14, it gives us this great image, this great image of putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. And in Matthew, in verse 44, we have this beautiful assurance that Jesus, that the Son of Man is coming to us. So I got to thinking, what does it mean to walk in the light of the Lord? If we look at our, our text from Isaiah, Isaiah was living in a turbulent time too. It was as violent and maybe more dangerous than the world is today. And so he writes into this time, this wonderful vision, this vision for the future. Can you imagine this? It says, not one nation, not two nations, not five nations, all nations shall stream to the house of the Lord, and people, everyone, shall seek the Lord's ways and teachings. The Lord shall decide between nations, and people shall turn weapons of war into instruments that provide abundance of food for everyone. That war will no longer be taught. This is a vision for us, for we are a people of hope. And from Romans, what does it mean to put on Christ? Well, first and foremost, I think this is about our baptism. And this is our encounter, just as Castella is going to encounter in just a few minutes, the waters of new life, this new identity that Castella will join us as children of God as children of God who know what time it is and who wakes from sleep, who puts on light and because of that light lives honorably. Not because it's a requirement, but it's an invitation. It's an invitation to live into the fullness of who you are and who God created you to be. We are a people of hope. And what does it mean that the Son of Man is coming? Let's be honest. This is a kind of creepy text. <laughs> Jesus is going to break into your house. I don't know. I have a ring on my doorbell, so I don't think he could get in. <laughs> this imagery is complicated and beautiful all at once. It's complicated because, if we're honest, that's kind of creepy. But it's beautiful because you know what? Jesus comes in ways that we don't expect. Jesus comes in ways that we don't anticipate, that we don't always understand. Jesus comes in ways that require, as Allie showed us, coffee and sugar. Right? Jesus comes in ways that strip away the focus of, all, of our focus on all the things that we think are important. Jesus breaks in 
breaks into our homes, to our lives, to our hearts, to show us that all the things that we think make us who we are don't. In baptism, we are a people of hope. So these are our promises on this first Sunday of Advent, promises that the Lord is our light, that we, little old you and me, can put on Christ, and that the Son of Man is coming. That the Son of Man, that Jesus is already here, here in the hope of preschoolers who are part of our cloud of witnesses, here in the hope of a wall that seemed impenetrable and yet fell. Here in the hope of death that leads to everlasting life. As we wait for our prayers to be answered, for this uncertainty to be resolved, for justice and peace and mercy to reign, for God's kingdom to come, I want to invite you to take your purple sheet of paper. This is called the Prayer of Good Courage. And this is a prayer that leads us with hope together. Lord God, you have called your servants to ventures of which we cannot see the ending, by paths untrodden, through perils unknown. Give us faith to go out with good courage, not knowing where we go, but only that your hand is leading us and your love supporting us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
invite you to be seated this day as we celebrate the promises that were given by God become three-dimensional, as I say, in baptism as we baptize Castella today. So, um, All right, well, let us pray. God, who is rich in mercy and love, gives us a new birth into a living hope through this sacrament of baptism. By water and the word, God delivers us from sin and death and raises us to new life in Jesus Christ. We are united with all the baptized in the one body of Christ, anointed with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and joined in God's mission for the life of the world. Right. Castella, called by the Holy Spirit, trusting in the grace and love of God, do you desire to be baptized into Christ? If so, please answer, I do. I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> Devante and Rebecca, do you promise to nurture Castella in the Christian faith as you are empowered by God's Spirit to help her live in the covenant of baptism and in communion with the church? If so, please answer, we do. People of God, you're part of this promise today as well. Do you promise to support Castella and pray for her in her new life in Christ? I ask you then to reject sin, to profess your faith in Christ, and confess the faith of the church. Castella, do you renounce the devil and all the forces that defy God, the powers of this world that rebel against God, and the ways of sin that draw you from God? It's okay if you're excited to renounce the devil. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, we applaud that. If so, please answer, I do. I do. All right. <laughs> and with the whole church together, let us profess our faith. Do you believe in God the Father? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting? Amen. All right, Costella, you come forward here. Castella, Jean, Keith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we say, Amen. You belong to Christ in whom you have been baptized. Alleluia. Let us pray. We give you thanks, O God, that through water and the Holy Spirit, you give your daughters and sons new birth, wash them from sin, and raise them to eternal life. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence both now and forever. 
And Castello, as we talked about, this is a time when you are claimed as a child of God and anointed with oil, a sign of royal birth. And so, Castella, child of God, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Amen. <laughs> That's okay. Castella, let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Amen. Amen. Through baptism, Castella, you have been received into the household of God, entrusted with the good news of Jesus Christ, and strengthened to serve by the holy and life-giving Spirit. Let us welcome Castella with our words. Today, we welcome you into the body of Christ and the mission we share. Join us as we give praise to God and bear God's creative and redeeming word to all the world. And we welcome you with our applause as well. Yeah. And we're excited too as you, the two of you will walk into a new identity together with your marriage coming up as well. So lots going on for this young family and we're so <laughs> glad to have you be part of this day and to, to, to join in your promises together with God. All right. I invite you to rise as we continue our worship. Now we come before God with our prayer. Dear Jesus, as we begin this season of Advent, turn our focus to you and all that you do in our lives and for your world. Give us hope. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Gracious Lord, we pray for your presence with all of those who are in need. We pray for refugees and victims of war. We pray for victims of natural disasters and first responders. We pray for educators and administrators, for our election process and for good government. We pray for the homeless, those who grieve, for caregivers and families in crisis. Bless the addicted, the mentally ill, and all who need your peace that passes all understanding. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, we lift all who worship here today to you. Bless the people of SLC, its pastors and leaders. As we go out into our mission field, help us to share the light that is in us with all those we meet. Make us forgiving, loving, and gracious. Lord, in your mercy. Gracious God, we bring other prayers before you from our community. We rejoice with Castella and her baptism today and help her to live out that light you have put in her. We pray for Bruce Leonardy as he continues to recover from his heart attack and surgery. For George Domahitty, we give thanks that he is home now and pray for his continued healing. We pray for Lucille as she is in frail health. And God, we ask you to be with Tom Hawks as he has surgery tomorrow. Guide his doctors and all who care for him and give him your healing and presence. Lord, in your mercy. God, we pray for all those we know and love who fight cancer. Kathy, Elizabeth, Angela, Gary, Dave, Jim, Ron, Kathy, and Carol. We give you thanks for our deployed military and ask that you be with them and their families at home with Jillian, Bradley, Aaron, Rebecca, Eric, Megan, Jared, Andrew, David, and all others that we name in our hearts. 
And God, we pray for those on our continued prayer list. We bring names to you now, both out loud or in the quiet of our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, into your hands we trust all for whom we pray, knowing that you hear us through Jesus Christ, the light of this world. Amen. And now may the peace of the Lord be with you always. Greet one another with God's peace.
Let us pray. God of mercy and grace, we offer with joy and thanksgiving what you have first given us, ourselves, our time, and our possessions, signs of your gracious love. Receive them for the sake of him who offered himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right, it is our duty and a joy that we should all the time and everywhere give thanks and praise to you, Almighty God, through our Savior Jesus. You comforted your people with the promise of the Redeemer, through whom you will also make all things new in the day when he comes to judge the world in righteousness. And so we hope with the choirs of angels, we hope with the church throughout this earth, and we hope with the hosts of heaven as we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Now we remember that night that Jesus was betrayed and how he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and then gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it for all of them to drink saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. It is shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of your sin. Whenever you drink it, remember me. Let us pray as Jesus taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. As you are ushered forward for communion today, we do kneel in the season of Advent, so you'll begin at the middle and go out, and after you have received the meal, you may return to your seat. These are God's gifts for you. Kamal is ready. You may be seated.
Please stand. And now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. God of abundance, with this bread of life and cup of salvation, you have united us with Christ, making us one with all your people. Now send us forth in the power of your spirit that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. We are grace-filled. Go in peace and serve the Lord.